0: Joanna, do you ever wish you could definitively prove that you had the right opinions about movies?
1: Uh, yeah, Neil, because I do have the right opinions about movies and television, right, Dave?
0: No, because I'm more right about those things, and I demand trial by content. Oh boy, what is trial by content? Each week, we'll take on a huge question.
1: Each of us will bring a choice, and combined with listener submissions and your votes, we will come to a decision. It's trial by content every Tuesday on
0: Spotify, TheRinger.com, or wherever you're listening right now. Don't let Neil win. Don't let Dave win.
1: This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff, with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.
0: This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more.
2: Hello and welcome to Tea Time. This is a weekly pop culture podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Howell, and I'm Amelia Wedemeyer.
3: And today we're checking in with the chaos at the Oscars, Ben Affleck's snails, and. My new favorite movie, honestly. Catching
2: Fire. Wow. (laughs) (sighs) All right. um, First category, Tea Time is checking in with the chaotic Oscars. We're starting with Kate. Kate, go ahead, please.
4: Guys, just absolute chaos this year, which is better than boring. Last year's Oscars were like such a flop. They Mm. were like... 56% down in the ratings. They Mm. like held it in a train station. There was no host. So like (laughs) given like I'll take it like I'll take the chaos. Uh, Mm -hmm. But we have like seven things here that are like all chaotic. And so I just (laughs) we just need to talk about it. The big news item this week, which has had many developments, and I'm curious to see what you think about this latest uh, development is the Rachel Zegler saga. So. You know, I would say at tea time, we're not pro Rachel Zegler. We're not against Rachel Zegler. I would say we're Rachel Zegler neutral. But there's been, you know, a whole journey where on her Instagram, she commented in response to a fan that was asking whether she was going to the Oscars and said, what I thought was a very reasonable response, very measured, just said, like, you know, doesn't seem like it's happening this year. I'll be rooting from West Side Story for West Side Story from my couch. So this turned into a whole thing on social media. People were like, why is the star of one of this year's Best Picture nominees, like Hollywood ingenue, like star in the making? Why is she not invited to the Oscars? Someone was like, all she's going to do is wear a beautiful dress, sit there and make earnest facial expressions and be emotive in the (laughs) audience. Like, why do you not Mm -hmm. want Rachel Zegler at the Oscars? There were a lot of theories. One that I thought until these recent details came out, which seemed to be the reason I thought it was. Relatively sound that perhaps they didn't want to invite Ansel Elgort, and so then they didn't invite Rachel oh. Zegler because you know they just she just kind of got stuck right. mm-hmm. with a pass. Uh, in addition, anyway, there were all these theories, all this talk online. She, a couple days ago, uh, was added to the presenters lineup, so she's going. She's going to be there. Great. People were like, "Yes, love it, fabulous." Now. Of course, because it's social media and we can never just be happy with something that has happened. There is now backlash against Rachel Zegler because people think that she scammed her way into an invite. What? Because because
3: it turns out. Let me
4: just fill you in and tell me what you think. So, quote, a source This is from The Wrap. A source who is involved with this season's award campaigns told The Wrap that the reason Rachel Zegler did not get an invite was because she was busy in London filming Snow White for Disney. And, mm. uh, they thought that flying her to the Oscars would one set back production and two jeopardize production from a COVID standpoint, because it's worse mm. in the UK right now than it is in the U S mm. so the theory is that her team wanted her to go. She wanted to go Snow White didn't want her to go. And so she, the theory again, I don't genuinely don't think it happened this way. I think it was, she's, she was very reasonable, I think online and wasn't making a big deal yeah. out of it until other yeah. people did. But now people are like, Rachel Zegler, like is such a Rachel Berry from Glee. Oh. Uh, and like scammed her way, <laughs> scammed so her rude. way into this invite. Uh, is <laughs> acting like they didn't ask her to go and like there was a reasonable like business excuse for her absence. So now there's backlash to the backlash to the backlash. Wow. The Rachel yeah. Berry
2: comparison is really an tough. abomination. That's really tough. That's-
4: <laughs> I have to say, here's my thing. As I'm like, okay, I understand, you know, if people didn't know about that, like not wanting, you know, people who are working hard on this movie to have to wait for Rachel Zegler to go to the Oscars. However, first of all, it's Snow White. There's no one in the world who's like, can't wait to see what happens in Snow White. I don't know how yeah. this story turns out. I can't wait an extra six months to see this movie. You know <laughs> That's what I mean? A good point. I'm like, they're, yeah. so what? So what if production so is delayed funny. on the Disney adaptation of Snow White? It's number 10 that we've had yeah. ever. So I'm like, I, it's fine. It's fine. It can wait for Rachel Zegler Agreed. to go to the Oscars. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Uh, so I'm happy that she gets to go. People, We'll see if people turn on her uh, the way they've Whoa. turned on Ernest songstresses of the past, Mm. like, I don't know, Anne Hathaway or other people who just- Lin-Manuel.
2: Lin-Manuel. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's it's not like she's the first actress in history to have another movie going on while the Oscars are happening. So that feels really a thinly veiled excuse because obviously the COVID situation is different. So I do understand that. But like juggling schedules is just part of the territory. And I don't get that's not, I don't know. It's not not like she's like- a character actor who was in a mm-hmm. movie
4: nominated for best animated <laughs> film. You know what I mean? It's like, she's the star of a best picture nominee. Yeah. <laughs> it was a huge movie. She's an up and coming starlet. Like let right. her go to the Oscars. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Seriously. That's so. <laughs> so anyway, that's been the, uh, the journey so far oh, and I'll let you know if it develops further. <laughs> Great. Thank you.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Next, to Amelia, what's going on? Yeah. Well, Rachel is also
3: part of all the weird presenter choices. Uh, uh, personally, I I'm loving that they decided to invite Tony Hawk, Sean White and Kelly Slater, who are there. That's a skateboarder. A snowboarder and a surfer, which is like, yeah, why not? You know what? Maybe it'll bring more eyes to your telecasts because I think that is the goal here. Um, But they also, they just have like a random plethora of people in the news. It's almost as if they decided to go to just Jared like us and <laughs> and just, just all the people who've made headlines this year. Because oh, that's good. You know, we've got we've got Lily James. We've got Samuel L. Jackson. We've got a bunch of Marvel people. We've got Jason Momoa, you know, um Tracy Ellis Ross. We got uh, Sean Mendez in there. Shawn that's Mendes. a Just Jared favorite. Yeah. yeah. It's just like okay. I don't and then Bill Murray I don't know it's I mean whatever cool
4: I'll watch but it's just weird I don't know who is the number one most random person on this list I have a nominee oh, oh yeah and we haven't even said the name yet right I think it's DJ Khaled
2: oh <laughs> fuck right <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even I,
4: see him oh my god you're right
2: yeah he's okay in that's actually the right answer because I was going Jacob Elordi but he's like you know the yeah. that is random up coming, it's a big hit yeah. like, for him up and coming leading man get. maybe you know maybe so. yeah
4: yeah, but yeah, just a huge wild, get. a wild lineup here. Uh, so yeah, I guess I love that John Travolta is getting another go. I hope oh, he introduces. Yeah, last. I hope he introduces like Beyonce and is like just bungles her name for
2: the bit. I don't know. Um, John Travolta should be way higher in this list of presenters. He is Thank third. To it the is end. It the is alphabetical. The oh. list is alphabetical. Jk, Jk, Jk. Okay. <laughs> This is what happens when you just drop a screenshot. I have no context. Anyway, Sorry. random, random list. Yes. So we'll see how that turns out. Also chaotic. This happens every year. But these gift bags, mm. I love hearing about this Great stuff. Great content. I love the lead up parties. I love the little gift bags that they get. I love backstage yeah. drama. That's uh, more fascinating to me at this point than the like Oscars themselves. So this happens every year. This year's theme is everyone <laughs> wins. And okay. all the nominees get these gift bags. They're notorious <laughs> for being like extremely expensive and like very randomly lavish. And this year did not disappoint because it's it's both of those things in spades. Um, so the company that organizes them is Distinctive Assets. Okay, mm. so they, they give gift bags to all the major award shows. They've got the Grammys, the Tonys, the AMAs, etc. <laughs> it's been going on for like two decades now they've had this relationship. So here's what they came up with um, for this year. So there's, I'm starting <laughs> there's no rhyme or reason to the order I'm going in. It's just the way I put this in my own notes. You have an inflatable orca from PETA. So there's that. <laughs> it's a SeaWorld Blows. That's Oh, really it's an anti-SeaWorld orca? Yeah. it's well, that um, You obviously got a bunch of CBD bath bombs. <laughs> you have a free, um, arm liposuction <laughs> procedure and they're taught like uh, art <laughs> okay uh, art lipo body enhancement and arm sculpting just oh. the arm you can't yes. do anything else the th- and <laughs> then you just can like get a freebie for like the other services that <laughs> yeah, they yeah, do at this please but it's mostly for your arms wow then you get a plot of land um, <laughs> in the Scotland <laughs> Highlands that's cool <laughs> yeah is it yeah. like a neighborhood? Is it like it's a little like, plot of land that well, comes like with the inch? title of right. Lords and Ladies of Glencoe?
4: Is it like Oscar Land? Like what's is it all together? Kate, Are they all next to each other? I'm reading the
2: page. I don't know what to tell you. It's a <laughs> I don't know what to tell you about that. Anyway, um, then you got some you know gold plated snacks. You know some like classic things. Anyway, the whole total apparently is above six figures. Which like whoa. Is a lot, and after naming some of those, like maybe the plant, the land in Scotland is the most expensive thing. But anyway, that's the rundown. What's your guys' favorite? <laughs> Do they, uh, the land in Scotland is hard
4: to beat. <laughs> I understand why that happened. Do they like ship it to their house? Like what? obviously, your assistant doesn't like get it <laughs> they at the put door. It in, of no, the they Oscars. put it in a bag. It's a gift bag. I like. I'm, I'm curious just, I'm about kidding. how these are delivered to people because, like, oh, I see. Like you would think that you know you you walk out of the Oscars and they hand you your little gift bag Mm. but obviously they can't do it I just assume they ship it to you right
2: yeah home or hotel delivery delivery. you know what I mean anyway yeah so uh, yeah
3: wait can we just uh, did no one else notice if you zoom in on the picture you know who's in here you know who's sitting in the middle the real Kwai
4: Kwai what? Oh the doll? She's here. Yes. Oh my god. Oh so this is like hardcore promo. If Serena Williams got her baby's doll. Yeah. In the yeah. Oscar gift bag. I told you, bag. you guys she's
2: everywhere. Yeah. She oh is. my god. Wow. 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 Yeah. wow.
4: What a rich text.
2: <sighs> anyway, um that's that. What
4: else do you have in this category Kate? Guys, the chaos continues before we get to a little <laughs> bit more uh basic commentary um last like truly chaotic thing of this oscars is uh again they're trying to ramp up gen z viewership online engagement ratings and so they added this fan favorite category uh where people voted for their favorite movie Mm -hmm. and like there's all these elements of it where like fans can win a trip by voting and i think it's going to be presented by fans i could be wrong about that (laughs) i did not understand what was happening there it seemed weird but i Mm. think that's what it said and mm. just chaotic choices. It kind of had the energy of like, you know, remember Sanjaya on American Idol, where it oh. was like a campaign to like vote for the worst. Yes. Uh, so it seemed to be a little bit of that uh, in these nominees, mm. because the top sure. three, we don't know who won yet. But the day before voting ended, uh, first place was Netflix's Army of the Dead. Okay. Second okay. place, uh. second place, uh, which I have to say I personally am rooting for was Amazon Cinderella starring Camilla Cabello. Oh, oh my God. People were really, I saw People, that all that over Twitter. That was like the Sanj- Sanjaya campaign. Yeah. Third place, Spider-Man, whatever, fine.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Uh, also nominated, but a long shot would be Sing 2, Ooh. Uh, oh. Malignant, and The oh, Suicide that would Squad. That movie is good. Is it? Yeah, Did you vote for good, Malignant, yeah. Amelia, or did you miss the voting window? No, I missed the voting, but <laughs> I know. Tough. That was your choice to be heard. Um, but and then they're like Fuck. Dune and shit are in there. There are 10 nominees. Army of the Dead and Cinderella appear to be the two favorites. So we'll see if wow. Spider Man can, but can take it back. Y- do you
3: think that because the Oscars are on Disney and uh, uh Spider Man is a Marvel property, do you think that now that they're like the voting's closed
4: and we'll tabulate the results, right. that they'll just end up giving it to Spider Man? Also, I, I can't imagine they would be like Camilla Cabello, you're an Oscar winner. <laughs> I have to say, also, there was a quote uh, on the deadline article about this from an Academy voter, and mm-hmm. they said, "I'm trying to think of a dumber move the Academy has ever made. Surely there are thousands, but this quite possibly could be it." <laughs> so, Academy <laughs> voters not in love with the fan uh, favorite award. That's
2: funny. Uh, yeah. Fun. See that? Yeah, that's really funny. <laughs> um, okay, we're doing a couple, uh, just two questions at the bottom here, Amelia.
3: Yes. Okay, I just. You know, every year, not every year, but I get, well, more so years ago. Uh, I was <laughs> sorry, not that you need to know my entire thinking of the Oscars or anything, but um, you know, I used to participate in these, uh, you know, those printable ballots, and then you'd be like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah, cool. yeah. yeah. And sometimes it, you'd do that with friends or at the office or something. Um, but I was wondering, do you guys have any predictions for the big awards? I feel like, For people who are listening, maybe they still need to get their ballots in and they
4: want to, you know, they want some expert opinions from people who (laughs) who used to do this three or four years ago. Um, (laughs) I have not yet listened. The big picture just released their uh, their predictions episodes today. So if you would like to, we would like to direct you there after this episode finishes. Yeah. Thank Um, you. I will say I watched I we're doing an Oscar's reactions pod on Ringer Dish on Sunday after the Ooh, show. Nice. And so I you and got so it. I Listen was like, to that. Well, last night I was like, shit, I better watch some of these movies. Hey <laughs> <So, laughs> <Okay>, Hallowell. <laughs> so last night I watched Coda, uh, oh which is gosh. on Apple TV. And it's yeah. about guys, it's delightful. And so I heard it so good. It's supposed I guess it's the best picture favorite. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm definitely rooting for it now. It's about this girl who's the only hearing member of her family. Right. The rest of them are deaf and she loves to sing and she joins this choir and her family like doesn't understand and is trying to engage with her passion. Right. You guys, it's so good. It made me cry a lot, but oh in a my good way. Gosh. Okay. Uh, if you're going to you watch s- one, I recommend watching that one. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Did you see the power of the dog? Uh, you know, that one's on my list for this weekend. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I know you well, loved it, but like, I also I know a lot of people who did not. And so that, I've kind of <gasps> see, been putting that one off. Well, it's that. And then the director put her foot in her mouth when she was right. talking about the Williams yes. sisters. And now yes. I'm like, oh, I think everyone's oh, going to yes, turn so on this movie now.
2: Yeah, yeah. We'll see. Yeah.
4: That's also a favorite as well. I did see like West yeah. Side Story. Right. Some of the other ones. So Anybody I need catch watch Belfast. I no. loved
2: that movie. Did really? you? It was so good. I, I was, was crying. Oh I wanted to watch it. I'll, I'll watch that one. It's beautiful. It's oh. really beautiful. Okay, okay. Um, okay, As good. long as Don't Look Up does not oh win God. best yeah. picture. I'll think I'll be happy. That movie gave me so much anxiety after right. finishing. Didn't Was sleep it? for at least three nights. <laughs> that's why I have not watched good. it, and I don't okay. plan to. You don't should. Get, yeah, don't. Yeah, do yeah it. I couldn't do it. Can, you, you guys know, know me handle. so well. You know me so well. <laughs> you cannot handle the heat. Um, <laughs> what so about only?
3: Like, no, that's good. Okay, what about um? Oh, do you think Jessica Chastain will finally win her Oscar for yeah. Tammy
4: Faye? I'm not inspired by that. I'm hoping for a Kristen oh. Stewart upset but wow, wow of course but it seems unlikely at this point wow. um of course. but i would love it i would love it so <laughs> fingers crossed <laughs> on that one um, um yeah those are the ones i'm rooting for coda and kristen stewart those are my my two oscars that checks That's out good. in a big yeah. way <laughs>
2: yeah um okay wait i have a final question is and I think maybe—actually, no. Kay, you care about this. You like it. I feel like me and Amelia are in one corner of this, like, real, like— Because it's not reality, but the red carpet, I think, is for everyone here. What is your preferred method of watching the red carpet? Do you have, like—are you, like, an E live? Kind of, like, formerly Ryan Seacrest, Juliana Rancic, now being <laughs> taken over by Laverne Cox? Or are you on, like, the main Oscars official pre-show? This year is being hosted by Vanessa Hudgens. Wow. Good for um, her. That's a big How get. do we feel about that? Yes, it is a big get. How do we feel about the um the like red carpet pre-show stuff?
3: I used to care about it when I was younger, but now I'm just like, I don't even want to watch it, to be honest. It's just like I'll see those pictures of the dresses online. I don't need to see them schmoozing with each other for two hours before the show, you know,
1: yeah,
4: my my strategy is put it on the big TV, mute it. oh, smart. and then go on your laptop or your phone. And I follow a lot of like fashion blogs already and stuff. So then like see what people are talking about on Twitter. Maybe if I'm like covering it to a
2: degree, sometimes I'll have Getty open and like those are the quick ways. You do do that because I I turn on the TV like a plebe and I actually watch it, you know, whatever in real time. And Kate in the group chat is sending all of these looks I have not seen yet. I don't know where she's getting from. And they're like, you're always like, oh, yeah, I'm on whatever. Getty Getty website. Getty. Okay, so no one's tuning in to our girl, Vanessa Hudgens. I'll do it, but I'll mute her. Sorry, Vanessa. So what's. Fine. I am. I can't quit E as like an yeah, entity, so I'm sure. going to be tuning into that. Okay, fine. So we'll see. We'll we see will. How this goes. Also, <laughs> and then uh, listen to Ringer Dish. It comes out uh, when Sunday night. Yeah, sometime after the Oscars. Great. All right. Woo. Next category, not worth the tea this week in social media and relationship news. Amelia. Yes. Um. So. I don't know if anyone here, I don't think anyone here has watched
3: Deep Water, the movie starring Ben <laughs> Affleck and Anna De Armas. Uh, but apparently, there are a lot of snails in this movie. <laughs> and I think uh, Ben Affleck raises snails in like a, a room. He has like a room of snails. So I don't know. I haven't seen the movie, so I don't really exactly know. But Entertainment Weekly tracked down. The snail handler, I guess, his name is Max Anton, and they asked him a few questions. Honestly, when I saw this first, it reminded me of all those cheeky little articles that Miles Surrey wrote for The Ringer. That's like, I asked an actual uh, (laughs) ocean scientologist or not scientologist, sorry, (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) scientist, scientist. I asked an, an ocean scientist about... I don't know the yeah like
4: piranha or whatever yeah yeah exactly
3: <laughs> yeah and I was like wow are they like stepping into Miles's lane wow okay interesting um anyway so Bax Anton talked to Entertainment Weekly and he gave a full lowdown of how the actors interacted with the snails. And he was like, Ben Affleck was exceptionally good. He was so great with my snails. He did not hurt them. (laughs) He really cared about them and, you know, provided a safe set for these snails, which I thought was great.
4: Yeah. Wow. You know? That's lovely. Could you guys, if your job as an actor was to like hold and caress snails, how would you feel about that?
2: I would feel better than a lot of actors have to deal with spiders and snakes. Oh, and I yeah. think snails are obviously way better. I keep thinking of that Billie Eilish music video. Kate, you also, um, have you seen yeah. it? I feel like yeah. it. Yeah. To deal with tarantulas crawling on your face or there was like America's Next Up Mile, whole thing about that. Anyway, I think snails are a best case scenario.
4: Yeah. My thing
2: is like, they're so slimy. Like a sp- spider's slimy. on
4: your hand. You get the spider off your hand. You don't have Oof. anything left on your uh, hand. Uh, Whereas with snails, uh, there's like a slime element of it that I'm not into. Um, yeah. But we don't need to discuss it at length. I was just curious. <laughs> no, understandable. Um,
3: <laughs> Yeah. No, but I just, uh, yes. I I, I don't see. I don't like spiders. So I just, I yeah. think I'd rather do snails. But That's of course fair. you side with Ben Affleck. Lesser of or two do. evils.
4: <laughs> Less her two he, evils.
3: He also uh listened to them. He understands them. So I just wow. want to let everyone know. Okay. Thank you.
2: Ben Affleck, snail whisperer.
3: Mm-hmm. Interesting. Beautiful. Speaking of
2: Ben Affleck, he's making enormous moves with JLo. And yes. Amelia, I'm really happy for you. I'm just like continuously Thanks. happy for you with this news. Thank you. Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck are reportedly an open escrow on a $50 wow. million plus dollar Bel Air estate. Wow. Guys, wow. it's getting serious. It's... Uh, Quote, plenty of room for their blended family. Thank you to the dirt. That's wow. exactly right. Plenty of room. Um, it's approximately $55 million. Damn. And the both of them, I just can't believe it. It's getting serious. Believe it. Believe it, Liz. Um, <laughs> this is exciting. isn't? Aren't there like 17 bathrooms, they said, in this house? Wow. Oh, God, What? yeah, 10 bedrooms, 17 bathrooms. <laughs> that's, that's a lot of bathrooms. Why Wait, do you need that many bathrooms? There's a, four, the kitchens. Off. <laughs> four kitchens. Four kitchens? Four kitchens. Damn. Wow. What don't, the hell? <laughs> it's like a little extravagant. And then there's a security suite for a full-time bodyguard. I guess that makes sense. Oh, but nice. anyway, they both own so much LA property that yeah. could more than fit their blended families. They I obviously know. are just trying, I don't know, like start anew. I love it. I love this
3: for them. I'm so happy and excited for them. And, you know, the other day I was in a meeting and someone who shall not be named was like, yeah, well, good luck to them. They're not lasting forever. And I was like, that is offensive. Did you fight them? I called them out for it. Kyle was there in the meeting.
4: (laughs) Amelia, I love it. You are stick to your guns and you always have. Yeah. yeah.
2: And you know what? You've (laughs) been right so far. I mean, when we first started talking about this, I was like, what the hell? And you believed in it this whole time. So just you're manifesting something for the two of them. Incredible stuff. Incredible stuff. Um, Um, Next one.
4: uh, Also in celebrity power couples. I've talked about them before, uh, but I just I just love to talk about them. I'm obsessed with them. It's Jody Turner Smith and Joshua Jackson, who are an underrated celebrity power couple to Mm. me. She posted on Instagram this week a behind-the-scenes of their outing at the Critics' Choice Awards. And she is fully naked on a balcony at the Waldorf Astoria. (laughs) He's, like, kind of covering her dignity in, like, a sexy way. Mm. Um, And they're just all loved up. And I think the thing that I love about them is that he is just clearly so obsessed with her. (laughs) And she is, like, so, like, yes he should be and like mm-hmm. and uh, clearly they're obsessed with each other but like there's an element of it where he's just like always kind of in awe like can't yeah. quite believe his luck which I think is very important yeah. for partnerships um, <laughs> and I just thought like every interview every red carpet like he, there was an interview of him going around on Twitter where he was like look at her like can you, like, can you believe this and she was just like ah. yeah so that was <laughs> great um, and I think we talked about them previously because he did an interview talking about how she proposed to him uh, like when they were on vacation I just love like she clearly wears the pants in this couple, and like he mm-hmm. could not be happier with that. And <laughs> I just think they're the best, they're just so in love with each other, and I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're um, cute. It's just great stuff. Pivoting to something that I talk about too much, uh, Harry Styles has a new album coming out. He announced it this week. It's gonna be called Harry's House, and it's Ooh. coming out on May 20th. Have Ooh. to say, first of all, shout out to the stands who are so on top of things. <laughs> Uh, if, if I had been surprised by this, I would have uh, really just like put a dent in my day. Mm. However, the stands knew this was coming. They knew something was coming this week. They had the teasers. They had the hidden messages. They had the (laughs) behind the scenes pictures (laughs) at the music video shoots. They had, they've been known for like months that something was coming. They knew this week that something was coming this week. And so I was emotionally prepared for this drop, which I appreciate. What I wasn't expecting was for it to be Harry Styles' <laughs> Cottage Core era, right? Uh, first of all, it just seems a little late to the Cottage yep. Core game. Sure, like we yep. did the we did the folklore thing, you know, t- almost like two years ago now, like a year and a half mm-hmm. ago. Um, that was kind of like the the nap dresses, like that was like mid quarantine. So like now mm-hmm. he's just now entering his Cottage Core era, which I guess is fine. I do enjoy it. I enjoy the minimalist <laughs> vibes. He right. is on the cover. You may have scrolled past it and thought it was a Madewell ad. Uh, <laughs> he is wearing head-to-toe Molly Goddard, aka all items that I'm pretty sure Liz Kelly like has in her closet as like an Everlane <laughs> equivalent. Um, he's got like a peasant blouse, like a white peasant blouse, wide leg jeans, ballet flats. You own all those things, right? To a degree. Yes, um, indeed. Yeah. So, you know, it definitely seems like chiller, you know, a little more laid back than his previous albums. Maybe like his folklore era. Um, But I'm excited. I'm excited
2: for it. So I asked you this via Slack and you said like, yeah, duh, which I guess I didn't realize (laughs) I've not paid close enough attention to the lyrics and the era of his Um, album and who he's been with, but definitely heavy Olivia content.
4: I would guess so. He always writes about his girlfriends, Okay, like Mm. pretty clearly. So um, he like had a, 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 message from one girlfriend on one of his songs, like a voicemail message. Oh, he, wow. I think it's like pretty obvious, not in like a Taylor Swift way, but like um, in a yeah, degree, yeah, yeah. I think it's pretty clear when he is writing, he has some songs about Kendall Jenner, et cetera. So, um, okay, yeah, I think there will be lots of Olivia content on the
2: song. That'll be very illuminating because I yes. feel like we actually wow. don't know too much about them. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, Okay, real quick, Kylie Jenner has changed the name of her baby. We have no real other info, so this is why it's going to be quick. But she released um, (laughs) her—she always does this with each child. Like, you know, To Our Daughter was like the big one for Stormy, and she just released To Our Son this week or last week, I can't remember. But it's basically just like a 10-minute-long montage of her through pregnancy— and then the delivery and then, you know, it's like clips of her sharing the news that she's pregnant with Chris Jenner and the baby shower that you never get to see that's like so shrouded in mysteries, things like that. Anyway, that's one thing, not that important. Well, yes to her, but uh, then she posted <laughs> on her Instagram story, FYI, our son's name isn't Wolf anymore. With like the emoji where you're really happy and I think there's like a raindrop on it. you know, it's like a little <laughs> teardrop. Anyway. She said, we just really didn't feel like it was him. Just wanted to share because I keep seeing wolf everywhere. Prayer mm. emoji. No word on the name, but it's not wolf. <laughs> it's not wolf. <laughs> this goes back. This is similar oh, to like what we were saying
4: about the bachelor where like if you decide mm. to marry someone, like I would simply just stay married to them. <laughs> like if you name your kid a, a name that you decide you don't like, like you better come up with a
2: nickname or like, but Sorry. I who changes their baby's name? I'm Kylie. so curious when we, if we ever have children to like, you know how she's like, it doesn't really feel like them. And I'm like, what is that three week old giving you right? that is like, this it's isn't not, a wolf, but it's not. And I cannot so wait true. to find it's a out. human baby.
4: Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, you, you picked a bad name. so like, maybe that was on you, but <laughs> I know, I, and like it, maybe if she had named him, like, I don't know, George, like she wouldn't oh. be like, oh, he's not a George. Maybe it was just <laughs> that like wolf was a bad name, but uh, yeah, I, I just kind of feel like you should be stuck with that.
2: I don't know. Well, we'll yeah. see what it turns out to be. I mean, yeah. probably it'd be another third announcement when that comes out. But uh I'll keep you all posted. Great. Thank um, you. And then last one, Amelia.
3: Yes. Last announcement, because I, you know, I've watched the show for so long, literally almost, like 20 years. R.I.P. to The Maury Show uh after 31 years, 31. That's a lot. On the air, Mori Povich of Mori is retiring. Yes, the legend, icon, king of the lie detector and (laughs) DNA paternity test. You know, Ah. don't you? Have you ever seen it where he's like, "You are not the father"? It's like, ah, those
2: things go wild. I love iconic. It's so
3: good. I mean, honestly, I can trace my love of really trashy television to the show. Um, Wow. Yeah, I used to watch it in middle school when my mom would go pick up my younger sister and... I would sneak it. It's like, you know, when I feel like a lot of boys have stories where they're like, yeah, I watched porn on the computer and then, you know, tried to hide it from my parents. But it, like, that's me. But with Maury. Maury.
2: Yeah. Oh my God. This answers so much. I know. It really does. Oh, so wow. wow. I will. He should retire. I need Judge Judy to retire. I think they both oh are God. icons and yeah. they can let it rest. She, yeah. needs, she also yeah. needs rest.
1: <laughs> this episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee.
0: Restrictions. All apply. See website for details.
2: Okay, we're moving on to cringe mode. Highly anticipated from Amelia Wedemeyer. We're covering the second Hunger Games. So the Hunger Games catching fire. Kate, please. I'll do my best. I'll do my best. Another
4: just packed sequel uh, from the Hunger Games franchise. It starts out uh, Katniss and Peta, they won the games, but President Yay. Snow is pissed. They started a revolution accidentally. And uh, the only way that he can come up with to end the revolution, toss them back in the arena, make them do it again. So it's the 75th anniversary of the Hunger Games. They're like, we can break the rules. We can do something a little fun, a little special, which Mm -hmm. means they're going to do Hunger Games All-Stars. So uh, Katniss and Peeta are back in along with, you know. 22 i can do math 22 other (laughs) victors uh who have won in previous years which means they're much scarier than the randos who were in it the first year and uh so there's all sorts of political stuff in the first half of the movie they don't want to do it the victors are like you know don't send us back we already won once this is breaking (laughs) the rules people are you know just rioting all over the city they go back in the arena it's like worse than last time Like a lot yeah. worse It's like an island With blood yeah. rain And monkeys and mist We'll talk about all that later <laughs> um, But ultimately uh, It turns out There was like a secret plot That half of the tributes knew about Where they were gonna Break Katniss out of the arena Without killing her They Anyway Somehow just like Hack the arena They get out Whatever And she's like Part of the revolution now So That's I gonna that Catching is. fire Really but- simplified.
1: <laughs>
2: But the hack the arena no, was like kind of like a really enormous part and very yes. well done but I guess we'll just yeah. cover that later in these categories yeah
4: we will alright let's do highlights gotta say Hunger Games All-Stars just an elite plot development Yeah, I don't know if, if she knew where this was going from the beginning she must have <laughs> uh, but I mean the only way to, to make it better is to do like all stars. I mean, everyone knows that, right? America's Next Top Model knows oh. that. Survivor, I don't know, Survivor does all stars, right? Yep. All of these yeah. reality TV shows do an all star season. It's true. With people who already have won the game and know how to play the challenge, uh, right? Exactly. Don't they do that?
2: Yeah. Yeah. This is such a good idea. And just mm-hmm. just this movie goes so hard. It really does. First of all, three hours long, which did not include. It's not. Like, it's actually not. It's two and a half. I don't know where you got that, but I looked it up, and it's only two and a half. What the hell? Okay, fine. Go on Hulu. It says three hours two minutes. Anyway, Hulu lied. Yeah. It just is is just really good from start to finish. It yeah, goes yeah. really quick. It's like yeah. It's just I. It's just a really good movie. It is good. And it it really, really good. when you were like, I was dying to see it. I started the second half. It was so good. <laughs> I didn't really remember it, and then you start watching. You are like, wow. This is just an elite plot, yes.
4: And they amazing. actually,
2: I in the the first one we talked about how like we wish they had more oh. time to
4: develop outside yeah. the arena, yeah. and then which actually they spend the whole first half of the movie outside of the arena. Yeah, this time like with the political unrest and the meeting the other former victors and all mm-hmm. that, and like. But then when they get in the arena, it actually doesn't feel rushed, which is no. impressive to me. Like, it seems yeah. like they still spend a lot of time, like, fighting the angry monkeys. So, like, uh <laughs> it really is well-balanced, also, I thought. Great. Yeah. I just, it's a legitimately very good movie. I saw a tweet, actually, yesterday that was like, oh. The Hunger Games premiered 10 years ago today. Every dystopian movie still wants what they had. And I was like, (sighs) so true. So true. It is so 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 true. true. It
3: is so true. Oh my gosh. And truly the three or two and a half hours, they don't seem like, I mean, in my experience, because I watched it like twice, which is embarrassing. But (laughs) um, yeah, I loved it. I also loved... Jennifer Lawrence, Um, she is doing the most in this movie, and I mean the girl. She, I put a little screenshot of her in this outline. She's sobbing. She's freaking out. She freaks out every thirty minutes in this film, if not more. Um, And you know, again, she's giving us tears. She's giving us everything we want from an an actress with a capital A. So you know,
4: we have to stand. She is incredible. Yeah. Absolutely. She also is in, inserts in like a 30 second span. She inserts some surprising comedy into this movie. She has like two hilarious facial expressions in like a 30 second portion of this movie. Uh It comes right after they have this big ceremony. They're introducing the victors to the people. She's meeting the other victors. First of all, this one guy from like District 11 just like kisses her right on the mouth. And she does this moment where she's like, Ooh! <laughs> and like mm-hmm. her face turns into like the Jennifer Lawrence face that you've seen yes. like on Graham Norton's couch, you know? And it's like, whoa, that's not Katniss. And then uh, 30 seconds later, she is watching Joanna, who's the girl who strips in the elevator. If you've seen this movie, she's watching her strip in the elevator and she pulls this face where she's like pissed off, but in a funny way. And it's like, that was not in the script. No one was like, oh, Katniss looks comedically angry. Uh, she probably just was supposed to like sulk in the corner, but yeah. Jennifer Lawrence really went for it. And yeah, she I loved did. It.
2: Uh, and I actually like, well, because I was like, this is Jennifer Lawrence in a car, you know, but every Mm -hmm. time else, she's like, wow, this really sends it, really sells me. Agreed. Um, Also want to give a shout out to Philip Seymour Hoffman. Mm -hmm. As soon as I saw him, I was just like, oh my, it's just, he's such a good actor. So talented. Mm -hmm. He's so good in every role he plays. He has since passed this movie and now I just look like when he appears, I just get a little, tugs on my heartstrings and um, he's got a great character. I cannot remember for the life of me what ends up happening to him. I hope it's okay Um, because he is like originally a bad guy. And then at the end it's revealed he's actually on the side of the rebellion, which is just great. Yeah, um, really good so yeah. also a good name his name's Plutarch
4: Heavensby really good <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah. but yeah he has this great monologue he's talking to President Snow about how they can get rid of Katniss obviously they can't just outright kill her she's a symbol of the revolution and he has this monologue where he's talking about how they can create backlash where uh, you know they're they're ramping up coverage of like beatings and whippings and executions on TV and he's like and then we make everything else about her so it's like wedding cake executions what's her dress gonna look like <laughs> floggings it's like damn <laughs> That would work.
2: Shit, he knows what he's talking about. High level performance for what we talk about. It's like a movie oriented towards teen. I was like, no, that could be an Oscar winning performance if it was called Dune or whatever. You (laughs) know? Yeah.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right. What else, Amelia? (laughs) If it was called Dune, that's so true. It's so true. Also, OK, the pre- it, the twist where it's like, oh, my God, they, they're they rescuing her. And they're, you know, like we said, Philip Seymour Hoffman is good. And they have this plan in place for the rebellion. It's it's predictable if you think hard enough, but it's so rewarding. And and I was I was still shocked. You know, I was just like,
4: oh, my God. So I was that was fun for Which me. Really good. Really great. Um, I have to say really quick, this isn't a highlight, but like. And I know they have to do this for dramatic effect for the story, but not telling her she is so chaotic, like not telling her about this plan. She could yeah. have killed any of them at any time. She could have blown it up yep. herself. She could have just killed herself. It's like so not true. telling her your plan was so risky, like really <laughs> risky. She is so <laughs> yeah. chaotic. Um it's true. My last highlight is that you know, first movie, they come up in this arena. They're kids. They don't know what's going on. She's like, I don't think I should run for the weapons. Like, ooh, I don't want to fight them. I'm going to run away and hide in the trees. <laughs> ooh, I'm going to paint myself to look like rocks. Like, this <laughs> time, she comes into the arena ready to fuck people up. Like, she... Yeah. And part of that is that is uh, Sina's unfortunate fate, which we'll talk about in oh. a moment. Um, but she comes in and, like, goes straight for the bow, starts just mm. fucking killing people. And I'm like, yes, yeah. that is the energy that we need from uh, Hunger Games All Stars. That's why we're here. So, love it. You'll Agreed. love to see it. All right, let's see some little lights, Amelia. Okay, the, I'm sorry to Liz. I'm
3: sorry, but. <laughs> I just find Gail to be so freaking whiny in this. It's like, you know what? I'm so freaking sorry that she had to fake this relationship to PETA to live, to literally live, to survive. (laughs) So give her a break and don't act so
2: sullen, okay? Sorry, I'm sorry. I know for not having to risk his own life. Well, actually, no, to be fair to him, he does because (laughs) then he gets whipped in the town square. He like stands up. But more generally for Hunger Games wise, yeah, he does have a lot to say about it for not having to actually play. In the arena, both right. times. Also, yeah. I'm like, who's she making out with,
4: Gail? Like, it's fine, chill out. <laughs> like, she's telling you right now that. She, and first of all, she's also like a huge bitch to pita all the time. We talk about that <laughs> later. So I'm like, she clearly is not that into him. So like, yeah. she she is leave. She's very cold to him, and then she goes and makes out with you in a field. So like, women love yeah. confidence, Gail. It's Please okay. Relax. Yeah, yeah, agreed. <laughs> my low light, and this is just like my old eighth grade self, low light, or whenever the hell it's came out. I guess freshman year. My high school best friend and I read these books and I have this vivid memory of us in the theater. Like we got there too early for this movie because we were so excited. We were like sitting on a couch in like the Lafayette AMC 12 waiting for this, (laughs) waiting to go into the theater, talking about Finnick, who was like our favorite character. I don't really remember why. I mean, obviously he's like the hottie of this book. So like that was probably why. But I remember we were like really kind of let down by the movie Mm. version Watching it this time, like, I thought he was fine. I like Sam Claflin. Like, yeah, he really carried the team, like thought it was good. <laughs> but I do re- specifically remember that we were disappointed. I guess he must have been just like hotter in the book. Uh, Wait, but, who would you have cast instead of Sam? You know, it's it's a great question. I don't remember who we wanted. I, I think we liked mm-hmm. Sam Claflin. I think we were fine. This was definitely an early role for him. I think we yeah. like didn't really know him super well. But like sure. with the benefit of hindsight, it was good casting. But Agreed, I yeah. think at the time mm-hmm. we were
2: let down. So sure. I, sure. I don't know why. Can I just say he, par- <laughs> first half of the them in the arena, he has to carry this poor old woman oh. who volunteered herself. Yeah. She He has to carry her on his back like a piggyback ride everywhere, like sprinting. <laughs> yeah. Away from people and things and scary environments, whatever. And I think he did a much convincing job than Edward carried Bella on his back. (laughs) And I feel like you don't often see piggyback rides in movies, so we do have to compare where they appear. And I think he did—he was just more convincing. It seemed— more <laughs> dignified it's hard yes. to piggyback ride at a full sprint look dignified <laughs> there's so a lot true. of like
4: bouncing involved i think yeah. and so i think that's quite difficult to do so it's true hats off oh yes Hats off my other low light is what i just alluded to when amelia was talking about gail katniss is literally only nice to Peta when he's like actually on the brink of death and then she like <laughs> freaks out like she has this whole deal with haymitch where she's like hey Mitch! You have to volunteer for him. And then she's like, don't let him die. Hamish." And it's like, oh, my God. Like, you just told him to go fuck himself when he passed you in the hallway. Like, can you Mm -hmm. not be a bitch to him 90% of the time and then be ready to die for him whenever he and like he almost dies or whatever. I don't remember why he gets electrocuted or something. Yes, he does. And she like has a freak out. And I'm like, "Okay, but you haven't said one nice thing to him in three days. Like, can you can we achieve some balance here,
2: please? (laughs) You know, it's really hot and cold. You don't know what you got so it's gone, but it, like happens five times so right, she does exactly. know. Exactly. So like, she it's not should like, be nicer. Right. It's not like he yeah. has a
4: near-death experience. She realizes her love and then she and then is fine good. with it. It's like a yeah. near-death experience happens every two days or every 30 <laughs> minutes if you're on this fucking island. Yeah. So you have a lot of opportunities. Yeah. yeah. Great. Yeah. Great. All right. Let's do MVP. Amelia, who's your pick? I would
3: say PETA and also to a lesser extent, the other tributes for, they threw out everything at the wall to get out of these Hunger Games. I mean, him coming in with the, she's pregnant. Really (laughs) amazing stuff. Great thinking.
4: Incredible.
2: I forgot about that plot line. I loved it. Mm -hmm. I love that everyone was like very anti-capital, like just outwardly. It was great. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Stanley Tucci had to shut it down. Yeah. (laughs) Really great. Really great. Mm -hmm. Speaking of the he really ramped it up this time. The interview segment is really fun with all the victors where they're all really yes. like pissed. He's trying to like juggle it and make it work on live television. Mm-hmm. Um, the other MVP and my actual MVP uh, for this one is Elizabeth Banks, is Effie. It's her only good role probably ever. 100% uh, agreed with you. But she actually does a really good job, especially when, you know, Effie is like always trying to be bright and cheerful and like yeah. very shallow. But I think in the moments where she like actually is very sad or like is still, like when she's, yeah. you know, announcing Katniss and Peta as, yes. the, as the tributes and that they have to go in again. She, like, is trying to be very chipper but also, like, has these moments where it's like, oh, my God, this is so terrible and I'm so sad yeah. and it's just like, oh, Effie. You're oh, so right.
2: She's good. She did an incredible job, I do have to say. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Plot-wise, I'm picking CINNA. um, mm-hmm. Lenny Kravitz, this man puts his life on the line. May he rest in peace. He creates the most beautiful wedding dress and then that turns into a Mockingjay. Um yes. And every- it's like this huge upper. Everyone loves it. It's like the most beautiful thing ever. And then- as she is like in the elevator up to the arena, he's looking at her through glass and then uh, the government guards come in and they basically beat him to death, which in front of Jennifer Lawrence's eyes, which Mm -hmm. like Kate mentioned, makes her really fired up and just like balls to the wall in the arena. But he is lovely and I just need to give him the MVP while he's still alive. RIP to a real one. Okay, uh, lightning round. What is the best slash craziest capital fit, Kate? Effie's butterfly dress is just
4: all time. I remember this was like a big deal when this movie came out. People were like recreating it for like mm. conventions and stuff. Mm. Um, but it literally is just like all monarch butterflies, like mm-hmm. all obviously fake. I would hope fake. Uh, sewed on onto too. <laughs> yeah. Who knows in The Hunger Games? Uh, but like all sewed together into this dress and this headpiece. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think it's probably her most famous look from these movies. So it's mm-hmm. a great one. Mm-hmm. Also, I love, there's a great reference. Uh, President Snow is having dinner with his granddaughter and he compliments her hairstyle. And she says, uh, all the girls at school are wearing it this way now. And it's what we talked about how the Katniss's braid was so popular with teen girls and it's like braided, like exactly like she has in the first movie, Mm -hmm. which was actually also happening like in our schools. Um, so I was like, that's "That's a little
2: meta, but I love it. (laughs) Yes. Uh, like I said, I loved her wedding dress. I thought also just loved her, like, really dark, brooding look this time. A lot of mm. heavy, dark eyeliner. Yeah. Her hair seemed darker, obviously, all of her clothes. She's like, yeah. not messing around this time. So that's mine. And then <laughs> Amelia? Okay. It, did we see Effie's new
3: trash look in this movie, or is this, this the third movie? Have you already skipped ahead? Have you A already what? watched
4: the third movie? I've watched some of the third movie. Already. Unbelievable, incredible oh, stuff. She That's can't the help next herself. One. That's
2: the next one. So hold your okay, horses. damn it. Sorry, we can okay. tease it. We can it. tease it. I can't it. believe you're just like <laughs> hopping through these movies. That's how much you love them. That makes me so happy. Amazing.
1: Um,
2: <laughs> okay, based on this movie alone, team Gale or team Pita, Amelia?
3: I. You know what? I think Gale is too jealous, and Pita is loves making himself the victim. So I like Hamish. Hey yes, yeah. he's an alcoholic, <laughs> but. He
4: can go to rehab. I don't know. I I like him. I don't know. He's a heart. Also, of he was looking he pretty. He does. He was looking pretty built in this movie. He had his sh- <laughs> shirt. Okay, Kate. He had like a very thin shirt on in one of the scenes, and I was like, "Oh, Woody Harrelson." Oh, okay. 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 He's hitting the gym. Okay. Um. Anyway, I so far I'm struggling to see how I've, I was ever Team Gale, and I definitely was. Uh, maybe he must be better in the books, also, but must be. I, I mean, he's Peta, hot. He's hot. He so. is. He, you know, is just out here doing his best. And trying to live with Katniss, which Lord knows is not easy. And Gail just whines every single line in this movie. He's either whining or he's moaning about being whipped. Uh, (laughs) So that's it. That's all he does. So, yeah, I would say I'm still team PETA, although I am actually like team Finnick because I think Finnick really carried Mm. the team uh, in the arena. Oh, yeah. yeah.
2: Disagree. his His lines are not only complaining because he has this line that he says like four times throughout the movie, which is, hey, catnip." Oh, uh, yes. my God. Every time she's like near death or whatever, he's there right in front of her face mm. and goes, hey, catnip." And I'm pretty Ooh. sure he like read that once and the director was like, oh, that's good, Liam. And then just like kept <laughs> inserting it into the movie because yeah. he has he has to do it more times <laughs> and like that's make funny. sense right. um, yeah. to the plot. <laughs> Boom. Guess what? I'm sold. Team Gale, this movie as well. I love it. I love your okay. loyalty. Choose your fighter, a.k.a. if you were betting on these games, who would you have put your money on, Amelia?
3: I feel like if I'm, you know, watching all the beforehand riots and everything, I'm choosing Katniss again because I feel like you can feel the uprising coming when she travels to places, you know? I don't know.
4: Yeah. I think she's a smarter bet this time, too, because you get, like, the sponsors and stuff, too. Mm-hmm. So, like, if she's everyone's favorite, she's the recent winner, you know? Yeah. yeah. She probably is going to get help. She got that spigot to get water out of the trees. True. And she I got the pregnancy um,
2: thing. You know, that's uh, also yes, true. So true. Also true.
4: Yeah. I do
2: say. I do have to
4: say, I would have liked uh, the fact that Joanna was cursing on television. Mm-hmm. She just mm-hmm. like went into this rant. I think it would have been yeah. like, wow, she's feisty and she has no impulse control. Like, that's my true. money is on. <laughs> and she
2: also has an axe that she kills people with. So that's true. I, I love her. I would have liked yeah, her odds. Great. Her odds as well. Yeah. Uh, okay, who at tea time would survive the longest in this new arena, Kate? I have a huge issue. The only reason I think
4: that I would do possibly better than some of these people is that all they do in this movie is like, like stare at things that are happening. And I would be running away from (laughs) literally everything. There's this like scary mist. Katniss like wakes up. She's on watch. She sees this like incredibly dense, white, scary mist creeping towards her. And she just fucking sits there and sits there. And it's yeah. coming and she sits there oh. and she reaches out and touches it and it mm-hmm. burns her hand because of course it's poison mist. Yes. This is an arena designed to kill you. And so then she's like, oh, we have to run. I'm like, oh my God, of course you do. Literally, of course you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, just so much standing and staring with the monkeys, with the other shit. I'm like... <laughs> yeah. it, and I would just be running from everything. Like a bird yeah. chirps, run. Like oh, god, someone yeah. someone walks around a tree, run. Like That's I don't hellacious. True. any sort of natural event, mosquito bites me, like who knows, just run. Like just always yes. be running, never stop <laughs> right. and stare. Uh yeah. and they just do so much staring. So I would
2: I would at least do better than that. I know for a fact I wouldn't last 2 seconds in this <laughs> arena. I know this is All-Star edition so like they up the ante, but oh my god, the The hell that they create every hour on this island, like there is no escape, right? Like the Mm -hmm. victors that survive by sitting on top of a tree until everyone else just like starved to death. Like they can't do that because then there's blood rain that comes down and nearly chokes you to death. Oh, The birds, the mist, the monkeys. It's like, I actually probably within the first couple seconds. And the water. Right, that would get me actually.
4: I don't like to swim in natural bodies of water. And I'm sure (laughs) there's shit in that water. Like I guarantee we just didn't get there. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, I wouldn't. I would not be able to get off of the original clock. Actually, I would not want to swim. <laughs> <Yeah>. So, <laughs>
2: <laughs> Milia,
3: how long would you last? You think. I, no I would I, I would sacrifice I just feel like I don't want to be here
4: I don't want to be here <laughs> it's like the tweets where it's like in the zombie apocalypse I would simply pass
2: away like we would all be like exactly. no I'm, I'm yeah, out not doing I'm this yeah, yeah exactly. I'm out agreed or like Mags didn't I mean she just actually oh. went head first into that mist. oh yeah. my god it seemed god. quick seemed quick yes, it sure. did it's a good strategy it did yeah <laughs> Okay, oh, next boy. week we're doing Hunger Games 3. What's the title? Amelia what? knows. She's already done oh, no, it. No, it's the title. <laughs> uh, it's Mockingjay Part 1. Sorry. Oh my God. Mockingjay Part 1. Okay, great. I, again, have no idea what's going to happen, but I'm really excited. Great stuff. Okay, let's do T-Times Unanswerable Questions. Kate, go ahead. <laughs>
4: Uh, guys, are there any other Sarah Dessen heads out there? I feel like there aren't on this podcast, but (laughs) she is uh, a young adult author that I feel like I don't see talked about very much, but Mm -hmm. I read like crazy when I was a teenager. Mm -hmm. Um, she wrote just a bunch of books about like summer romance and like, Mm -hmm. but like in a, not in like a shallow way. Like, I think they're actually like pretty good. There was a lot of like family Mm -hmm. issues that would talk about Mm -hmm. and, um, just, they were just really good books actually. Anyway, I bring it up because Netflix is adapting uh, one of her books, Along for the Ride, yeah. for uh, Netflix, and it's starring Emma Passaro and Belmont Camelli, who are both seem to be unknown, which is probably a good sign that it's not like Jacob Alordi and you know, I don't know, <laughs> whoever the kissing booth cast is. Joey um, King, come on, Joey King, anyway. right? Yes, actually, they're both doing great, so they don't need. <laughs> they really, but, I mean, they're uh, on the up and up. Yeah, good are. for them. They are. Um, but yeah, I just had to ask to the world if there anyone else was as invested in these books as I did because she has a billion of them. I uh-huh. I gave my books to my cousin. Uh, I think uh-huh. after college, and I literally like had a stack of like probably twenty of her books that I was like what? owned Holy- owned and like had read multiple times. So uh, I would love for Netflix to go all in on Sarah Dessen but we'll see how this movie does. Would you say she is the YA version of Nicholas Sparks? A little bit. There's a little yeah, I would say it's similar where like, you know, sometimes a parent's dying or like mm-hmm. they're divorced and then there's this guy next door that like you also have a romance mm-hmm. with, but then it's like you're discovering things about yourself and like sure. you also have a job at the ice cream parlor. <laughs> like I'm combining many different books there. It's been a long time since I've read them. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, there's definitely the element of like personal growth, family issues, romance all yeah. tied together. out like near a cool. beach. Basically, just the, the Nicholas Sparks way. <laughs> it's true. It's
3: true. Wow. Oh my gosh. And you know what? Now I'm realizing you saying that Jacob Elordi and Joey King are both doing great. They kind of have surpassed Noah Centineo and Lana Condor. They have absolutely. It's no question. wild. Yeah. yeah. Cause yeah. ask me, you know, three years ago who would be on top? I would have said the other two, but yeah. Oh
4: my God. I kind they of forgot about a long Noah game. Centineo. Yeah. yeah. Right? Noah's Whoa. out completely. Did you see he got replaced in He-Man too? Yes. He did. Like, he she, like dyed his beard <laughs> blonde for He-Man and like got jacked and now he's yeah. not even doing it anymore. <laughs> Everyone's sad. out on Noah Centineo. Mm. We'll have to check in with him one of these days. See how yeah, he's doing. Yeah, we do. Wow. Yeah, we do. All right. Yeah. What's
2: your question, Amelia?
3: Um. Okay. So the other day, I don't know how I got onto it, but and, and honest, I'm not proud to admit this, but I watched one Jeffree Star video. I don't know Why? Uh, for the first time in over a year, and the next thing I knew, I had watched maybe five videos of his, each of them being at least thirty minutes long. And he was—he's on his ranch in Wyoming. He sold the Calabasas home. He's talking about how he owns ninety-five yaks, and wow. he's a rancher now. Yeah, he yaks. owns ninety-five yaks. Um, and you know they're all named like Snowflake and Cappuccino, and you know all that stuff. Yeah. Anyway. And I got to thinking, I can't believe I'm giving this guy (laughs) views. Listen, I'm not buying any of his products, but I am watching him just because I don't know why. And I was wondering if you guys and anyone listening have like a, a weird fringe celebrity that you just can't. You've tried to quit, but you can't fully quit. Because for me, it's Jeffree Star and probably the Kardashians, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Let's be problematic. real with me, A Problematic too. fave.
2: Yeah. yeah. It's mm-hmm. the Kardashians. I cannot quit them. I hate them. And yet, <laughs> I'm going to tune in to the April show. I watched the last season on my own. Like, found it on Did NBC. Did you really? Yeah. And I can't. And I hate it. And I, I know. And exactly what you said. I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know why. And obviously, you guys also know Gwyneth Paltrow is my also problematic fave <laughs> cannot quit her either. Kate, yeah. who are your picks? I know that I have them. I'm sorry,
4: I did not prepare for this question. Wow. I cannot think of who that would be, but I absolutely have them. I'm not trying to be like Ugh, I uh-huh. have a problematic fave. Uh, I definitely do. I just can't think of
2: who it would be right now. Unreal, leaving Amelia and I out on this island. <laughs> I'm so sorry exposing ourselves. I promise. I promise. I'm problematic as well. Uh. All right, I have one last question, and I have about 2,000 of them, but I'm gonna reel it in. <laughs> this, <it's>, is <laughs> okay. Okay. This, this is good. Okay. Okay. It's just possibly- Jared special,
3: people. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It's a Just Jared Jr. special. Oh, this that's is worse. <laughs> the lowest
2: I've gotten. I went to Just Jared Jr., you guys, for you, for the listeners, because we have to fill out this outline every godforsaken <laughs> week. But I found something good this week. Okay. Kevin and Frankie Jonas are co hosting a new ABC series, Claim to Fame. Find out more, the article says. So I click on it. Okay. So it's the oldest and the youngest. It's Kevin mm-hmm. and Frankie. And the show is called Claim to Fame. Okay, here's a synopsis. The series will challenge... 12 celebrity relatives to step outside their famous family's member's shadows and live together under one roof concealing their identity and lineage in the quest for their own fame and fortune they will compete in challenges form alliances and play DNA detective in hopes of avoiding elimination and winning the coveted $100,000 prize and staking their own claim to fame okay a couple rapid fire (laughs) questions first of all First of all, (laughs) every famous person celebrity is pretty well known. Like you cannot, you cannot escape this. And I have no idea how they are going to find famous enough people because Frankie Jonas and like, that's pretty famous. You know, they're not going to find a fringe celebrity and the brother or sister or whatever Mm -hmm. of that person. So how is that going to work? Second of all, not to, but like most famous people, celebrities work. For the celebrity or in their, like, estate. Kind of, like, mm-hmm. manage some kind— So like, true. Like, $100,000 is so much money for someone who's attached to an already really rich and famous person. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Totally. They're
4: totally. trying to, to get cash- famous. Right? I mean, that's got to be the whole point is just to get famous. Because yes, they can't— like, Yeah, they can't be in it for
2: $100,000. Yeah, but also that's so much money. Like, ABC come up with a different reality show that gives $100,000 to someone else. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. That's just so like, true. Yeah. A so famous true. person sibling. Right. In? Third, you know, it's like I just, I, it's like Frankie Jonas, who is trying to carve his own lane. This is exactly like kind of the premise of the show, I guess. Is like, what is right. he gonna do? I don't know that this is. I, 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 I don't know where he goes from here, like hosting with his yeah. brother. I don't know. I just am lost on this whole <laughs> situation.
4: I, I'm so obviously like people at home are going to be able to figure out who they are. Because people are going to be able to do research and figure right. out who all these. But like, is the idea that like just the people in the house, like don't have social media? Like, are they? Is it like Big Brother where they can't go online and be Googling Scarlett Johansson's Probably third not. cousin? So, yeah. but OK, so are they compete? They're competing against each
3: other. So they all know that they're f- related. They, to they all know, this, but they don't okay. know
4: who. And they're trying to figure out
2: who. Right. Yes. Is that part of to, it? like Look at someone and be like, you kind of look like Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> right? you, know? you know what? You're actually right. Kate when you said that it's just a relative it could be a cousin okay it could be an aunt or uncle I don't know like so Mm. I guess brother sister is too tight and maybe that would be too obvious but who knows what fringe and then does the celebrity have to sign off on you know yeah see that's what I'm thinking is it's going to be like D-list
4: celebrity to begin with you Mm. know and then like like nobody's going to be like oh you look like I don't know uh Tom Cruise but not even like, like you look like Kaylee, Haley Kiyoko's sister. You know what oh, I mean? Like okay, it's almost yeah. going to be like the celebrities themselves are going to be not famous enough. So then like no one's going to guess. Oh my God. Yeah. They'll be like, yeah, you look like Addison Ray's right. cousin. Cousin. Yeah. You know, yeah. like I, I feel like they're going to be quote unquote celebrities. And then like the yeah. real,
2: cause you're right. Like, oh, I see. The actual real celebrities like probably would not want their relatives right. doing like that. Emma right. Stone like is, is not going to allow right. her sibling or like Jennifer Lawrence's brother. Right. They're yeah. like, we're cutting you out of the will if you go on right. the show. <laughs> so do you think Kevin, or do you think Frankie Jonas, I should say, will be the most famous like person in this lineup? Yes. Because and on that host. note, you think Frankie That's is objectively so more famous than Kevin, right?
4: Because no. they're hosting this together. Who do we think is more famous at this Kevin! point? Kevin. Kevin, Jonas, speaks- Kate?
2: You're Frankie Jonas less... is
4: huge on TikTok now. Oh, my God. No.
2: Kevin. Wow. What is Kevin, Kevin? Is doing? He's Jonas, Jonas Brothers? Brothers? about to come for your throat okay, right now. Okay.
4: I think it's closer than perhaps <laughs> oh we think now. Oh, my God. Wow. That's oh insulting God. to Kevin. Frankie Jonas has really blown up in recent years. Oh, that's my so God. Amazing. He's like <laughs> a modern-day
2: YouTuber. No. Wait, also, also, <laughs> at him. the very bottom of this Just Jared Jr. article, they say, with this news all four of the Jonah siblings are starring in new reality shows. Oh my! Does God. that make sense? No. Joe has an MTV show called Becoming a Pop Star, which is premiering tomorrow. Nick is joining the upcoming rally competition Dancing with Myself. <laughs> I saw an <laughs> ad for that. <laughs> and then the remaining two are in this one. You think this was like a manage, like a team meeting? They're like, "All right, we're gonna branch out, do reality."
4: Probably like, they're really like, else. "Hey, we have we don't have another tour until twenty twenty three. Like, what do you want to do in the meantime?"
2: Yeah, they all have babies now. Maybe yeah, they're like, "Let's true. stay put in the valley." Probably. For
4: a bit. Probably. Oh. oh my gosh! Wow.
2: Honestly, right. yeah, we have
4: to keep an eye on this. I'm actually very curious. What Amelia, this looks like something you're gonna have
2: to watch <laughs> and talk about. <laughs> ah. oh, all right, that's it. Uh, Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you to Kaya, our producer. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Alwell. And I'm Amelia Wedemeyer.
0: This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike kingdom of the planet of the apes enter the kingdom in imax on may 10th and in theaters everywhere get tickets now this episode is brought to you by state farm you might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong but these are the words you really need to remember like a good neighbor state farm is there they've got options to fit your unique insurance needs meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need have coverage options to protect the things you value most